ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Ecuador, Australia, and France, and in the states of Virginia, Arizona, and Missouri, and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 135,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. For several months, I've been watching the number of people listening to my show steadily grow. I want to take a minute to tell you how very grateful I am. It's a privilege to speak to so many of you all around the world. Some of you live in places I will probably never visit, and some don't have other ways of hearing the information presented in my show. I've been hosting Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit for over five years and continue to be in awe of the amazing people who come on as guests, the groundbreaking work they do, and the generosity with which they share their knowledge and wisdom with us. They have helped me continue to learn and grow and transform my life. Thank you to all my listeners and guests for coming on this adventure with me and making it such a rich and rewarding experience. To get the most out of today's show and every show, I'm going to give you two sentences to say out loud with me. Doing so will open up your spiritual awareness and you will become more connected to yourself as an inner being. This will help you absorb the information at a higher level of consciousness. I'm going to say these sentences once and then ask you to repeat them with me out loud or in a whisper. As we said in our first show of the year, our words are very powerful this year, and speaking them out loud gives them more energy. The two sentences are, I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. Let's say them out loud together. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. And through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is trust information you receive. Do this when you are having difficulty making a decision or understanding. 
something. Just before going to sleep, light 13 white candles and write on a piece of paper what you need to know. Your unconscious mind will work on the answers. When you wake up in the morning, you will have the information you need. Trust it and act on it. The more you use this technique, the stronger it will become. We all can learn to hear the still, small voice within that knows the answers. We are born connected to the spiritual realm and higher wisdom. The problem is that we are taught only to trust what we can see, hear, feel, smell, and touch. So fear sets in and our connection to our intuition, our limitless higher self, and cosmic consciousness gets weak. We learn to push aside the quiet voice of our intuition and only listen to the loud voice of our logical mind. We can take our power back and regain our trust in our intuition. When we do that, we open new pathways to stronger connections to the wisdom in the universe. We begin to feel, sense, and know things that we had previously thought impossible. Just like when you think about a friend or relative just before they call, you begin to notice that you are aware of a lot of things before they happen. You can even hear your guides and angels and sense when there are friendly or unfriendly spirits around you. These are gifts that we all have when we allow ourselves to expand our potential and connect with the love energy in the universe where all wisdom resides. My next workshop is Walking the Labyrinth, a Sacred Experience. The Labyrinth is a walking meditation, a path of prayer, and an archetypal blueprint where psyche meets spirit. It dates back to Crete where it was found drawn on cave walls. There was even one on the floor of King Solomon's temple. Unlike a maze where you lose your way, the labyrinth is a spiritual tool that helps you find your way and hear your intuition. The sacred geometry built into the labyrinth does the work for you. As you walk it, it helps you release what is hurting you, connect with the divine, and change with more ease. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this workshop or another one in your area like the Om Awakening Meditation or Growing Your Intuition. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. 
My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Dr. Shelley Renee Joy, who is here to talk about techniques to awaken higher consciousness. I received some emails after our show last week with Bill Meyer, who talked with us about the practical aspects and rewards of meditation in the classroom. Here are two of those emails. Sarah wrote, I was moved this week to volunteer at my granddaughter's school. They asked if I would consider subbing, but I quickly turned them down. Way too much thinking for a newly retired individual. But after listening to your show with Bill, I am now interested in bringing meditation to these young minds. And Miriam wrote, when I was teaching at Collin County Community College many years ago, I take 10 minutes or so every day and lead the students in a guided meditation. They loved it. Later at Tarrant County College in Fort Worth, I would have students meditate in their chairs before an in-class writing assignment. They loved it too. Bill commented that what my show offers adults, he offers children, a way to discover the infinite potential within each of us and to become who we really are. Bill led us through a beautiful guided meditation. His meditations are valuable to people of all ages. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on meditation and mindfulness, please listen to some of our shows like June 13, 2019 with Mark Lesser, Seven Practices of a Mindful Leader, February 25, 2016 with Tobin Blake, Meditation as a Component of Healing. In March 5th, 2015, with Dr. Paula Feyerman, Optimal Health, Rest, Relax, Meditate. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. One new listener, Christine, wrote, I've been obsessed with your radio show. I'm on my fourth episode. What a treasure. Thank you, Sarah, Miriam, and Christine for sharing your experiences with us. Now it's time for my silver lining story. As I've increased my intuition and super sensible sensible perception, I have learned there are positive and negative forces in the universe. The good news is this awareness gives me the ability to get rid of the negative forces so they don't harm me anymore. This makes room for more light and joy and love to fill me which attracts even more positive things, experiences, and people into my life. I want to share some of the techniques I use to remove negative energies from my energy field and from my home, and also ones to protect myself from negative energies entering my personal space. Next week, I'll give you techniques you can use to help avert or diminish the harm of domestic terrorism. To clear and bless my home, I ask for Archangel Michael's help. You can ask for his help or whoever you pray to. I say this every day when I wake up and before I go to sleep. Archangel Michael, I give you permission in a positive way only to remove all negative energies 
from my home, take them where they will harm no one ever again, and then refill my home with all the blessings I and everyone who enters my home can possibly receive. If you want, you can say this while using a space-clearing spray or while burning sage, both of which are sold in spiritual stores and sometimes where organic products and herbs are sold. To add more power to the clearing, you can also say the Lord's Prayer as you walk around your home while using the spray or burning the sage. I can also remove a negative energy that's trying to enter my energy field or is already there. I do so by taking a shower and while the water is running over me, I say the Lord's Prayer three times. When I get out of the shower, I ask that the sacred rainbow energy of love surround me. I then eat some protein to ground the new positive energy and protection. To clear and protect my personal energy field, I do a spiritual vacuuming. It removes negative energy in and around me. I do this every morning when I wake up every night before sleep and any time I feel negative energy impacting me. I call in my gods and angels of a high and positive spiritual nature. You can do the same or call upon whoever you pray to. I encourage you to say this with me now. I call in my guides and angels of a high and positive spiritual nature and give you permission in a positive and loving way only to do a spiritual vacuuming and vacuum out all negativity from my aura, my chakras, all my cells, and all parts of my being in a positive way only. Picture and or just know that there's a vacuum above your head vacuuming out all negativity. See it, think it, and or feel it. When it feels complete, say and visualize. Please fill me with green light for physical healing and protection, pink light for emotional healing and protection, blue light for mental healing and protection, gold light for healing and protection of my spiritual body. Surround me in green light for grounding and in the sacred rainbow energy of love in two layers for 3,000 feet in all directions around me so that anyone who needs energy will take it from the sacred rainbow energy of love and not my own energy and for my own healing and protection. Place over me the golden pillars of love and anchor them around me. I give you permission in a positive way only to guard the gates against all negativity and to protect all parts of my being against all negativity in a positive and loving way only. Next week, I will talk more about this technique and how you can add breath to increase the effectiveness. Now I want to introduce you to our guest, Dr. Shelley Renee Joy, who understands about negative energies and the importance of being able to identify and remove them. She attended Rice University on a physics scholarship and graduated with a degree in electrical engineering. After graduation, she worked with John Lilly on 
interspecies communication and pursued contemplative practice. She completed her doctorate in philosophy, cosmology, and consciousness at the California Institute of Integral Studies. Shelley is the author of several books, including her new book, Developing Supersensible Perception. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, Dr. Paula Joy. Com to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop, Walking the Labyrinth, a Sacred Experience, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, are you willing to start trusting your intuition? Stay tuned. We'll be right Right back with Dr. Shelley Joy, who's here to talk about techniques to awaken higher consciousness. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888 888- Three four six nine one four one, or email Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down you're willing to start trusting your intuition. I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Shelley Joy, who's here to talk about techniques to awaken higher consciousness. Welcome. Um, I'm very happy to be here with you, Dr. Joyce. Well, Dr. Joy, it's a pleasure to, to <laughs> be with you. <laughs> yes. Um, so, please, as a scientist, you started out as an electrical engineer. Where? How did you get to um, to this idea of higher consciousness? It seems like polar opposites. Yeah, well, I, I explained it in the chapter in my book, some of it, but I guess how it began was, when I was really young, I loved science fiction. My dad would go out and we'd lie on an old army blanket and... I tried to read these analog books he got, you know, because at big print. And I love science fiction. So, and then when I was growing up, I, I just fell in love with science fiction movies, you know, like the thing from outer space and the time machine. So uh, I was really good in math and science, and I was kind of introverted, so I studied a lot. And uh, I wanted to be a, a, a scientist, and I wanted to do things like inventing a time machine or something like that. But then the space race was going big, too, so I thought, well, maybe I can also get into that. So I, I worked real hard in high school, and I had a science fair project uh, where I built a Van de Graaff generator that generates huge sparks, like, like three-foot-long sparks, and I could make my uh, classmates' hair stand on end, so I, I got to be known as kind of a nerd. <laughs> and, but I did win a, 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 a physics scholarship, a full scholarship, uh, tuition scholarship to Rice University, in Houston, and uh, so I started out uh, studying physics, and then um, I, I've always been interested in invisible things. Um, let me explain that really quickly. I, I, I was a ham radio operator at age of 12, and, and uh, my neighbor was a CIA radio communication person, so wow. he got me into it. He had a huge antenna, and I thought, what is that? I bet you could communicate with Mars. <laughs> but, but anyway, I, I had to learn the Morse code, which was hard. Uh, I was slow, but I did learn it because I wanted to communicate with invisible beings. And these invisible beings were people in other countries. You know, I would go over and watch him do it. And back then, we didn't have Internet at all. And telephone calls were like maybe $5 a minute to call, you know, a few thousand miles. So, so just the idea that his voice could go across with invisible electromagnetic waves, that stuck in my head. And... Um, 
So my second year at Rice, I decided I wanted to study more math uh, because it was a little bit more transcendental. Uh, the physics they taught at the time was mostly like weighing things and measuring things, and I was interested in something more invisible. And so I gravitated toward electrical engineering and electronics and, and some quantum mechanics. Like I say, I was a real nerd all the way through age 20, I guess. But uh, uh, when I was 21, just shortly after my birthday, I had just recently married and we had gone to California uh, to work for the summer. And I was married to an artist who painted uh, uh, really nice abstract paintings, I thought. So all our friends were painters, and we hung around with uh, uh, painters and other artists in California, kind of hippies at the time, I guess. So I ended up, let's make a long story short, I ended up on the beach uh, near Big Sur at night taking LSD, uh, a rather large dose I found out later. It was called Owlsley, yellow pill or something. And, you know, most electrical engineers wouldn't do that, but I I had always been religious, uh, brought up as a Roman Catholic, although my practice kind of dropped away during college. But I I really, you know, believed in, and still do believe in, entities that are invisible called angels and uh, even leprechauns and elves. I mean, I I didn't uh, doubt that they might be real, but I was pretty much full of science, the way the science looks at things by the time I took LSD. But that night, taking LSD at night, it was like totally an eye-opener. Uh, there were like, uh, there was an entire invisible world, almost like a jungle of conscious entities that uh, some of them, I could tell they noticed me, which was kind of scary. And uh, I could notice them. A lot of things were colorful. They were moving. Some of them looked like wireframe um, neon colors, you know. But, but uh, at that time, I, I, was about, uh, I was supposed to come up with a subject to specialize in in science, you know. Uh, some engineers study uh, how to, you know, antenna design or, or microchip design or, you know, iPhone communication devices, things like that. Uh, but I was looking for something to do uh, for research. I, I was really uh, struggling. Suddenly I realized what I needed to focus on was this whole invisible world of, of real conscious entities because, I mean, I, I believe they were real because I was definitely experiencing them with my senses. So my, my scientific mind said, this is the field of study that I want the rest of my life. But uh, when I graduated, uh, I started looking around for places to study things like this, and there was nothing in any science uh, subject, I, even psychology I, I talked to some psychologists, and they weren't too interested in pure consciousness back then. No, no, we, we study behavior and like Pavlovian things and how people react to things. And I was interested in the invisible world, um, the world of, uh, that we didn't know anything about. And we still pretty much don't because I, I think uh, we've been trained wrong in our schools. And that's really the topic I wanted to get in this morning. So if I can shift from how I how I went from physics and science to studying consciousness and, and metaphysics. Uh, what I learned, I'll just try to distill it in a, in a few words. What I learned basically is what you said in the first 10 minutes of the show, <laughs> was that we are out of balance, and it's a crisis. It's a crisis of consciousness. Our, our, we've made a mistake of, of making science the new religion, and logic and logical thinking is, is what our educational system fosters, Almost exclusively. 
Because, you know, even when I was a kid, we had art courses and band and music and, and, and a lot of things that would develop your intuition. But they pretty much stripped those out of the curriculum. They want people to be thinking more, uh, know how to program uh, software and know different languages. And all this is part of the active mind, not the intuitive mind. So um, in my late 20s, I discovered Steiner, Rudolf Steiner's writings. And I was so impressed because... Uh, he, he had a science background, and I always thought that was a good thing to have. He, he studied at the Vienna Institute of Technology, which was kind of like, uh, you know, Stanford even, you know. It was a very prestigious school, and he studied science. But afterwards, he had an experience. When he was 38, he uh, actually, he felt that he, he had an experience of Christ, that he actually, he, he felt that he met Christ somehow, and um, this was a this was an amazing thing. He was thirty eight. It was eighteen ninety nine, and he writes that it was a life transforming inner encounter with the being of Christ. And he did say later that well, maybe uh, in other religions and cultures, uh, Christ would have a different name, but there's definitely this one being that he got in touch with, which was the living uh, the living awareness uh, of Christ. He thought was was in, uh, uh, protecting our planet along with St. Michael the Archangel. And St. Michael actually communicated directly with Christ, but also with humans, but only with humans who were able to develop their intuitive side, their intuitive thinking. So Steiner analyzed this uh, pretty well. In, in fact, he, he founded 800 schools called the Waldorf Schools, in Europe, and I think there's 200 schools in the U.S. right now. And the the whole uh, the theory is there are three modes of thinking. Yeah. In fact, G.I. Gurdjieff was a famous mystic from Armenia. He wrote a 1,200-page book uh, called uh, about human three-brained beings. He talked over and over again about humans as having three brains, but most of us are not balanced. We don't have each of those three ways of thinking operational. Uh, the first way is, is called passive or imaginative thinking, imaginative. Um, it's kind of emotional, but it's very passive. It's like how children learn in their early years by imitating. They listen to people speak a language, and then they imitate it. And passive thinking comes through your senses, and it's almost not thinking. Like we watch TV, and we get a lot of our thinking from the talking heads we listen to. Um, active thinking is the second type of thinking, and a lot of us are really good at that these days, but not everyone, but it's what college teaches you, to, or tries to teach students to do, and even high school, uh, people can come out learning how to think actively. The passive thinking is looking in the past, it's like even your senses, when you, when you hear something, or smell something, or see something, there's a delay between your, between your perception and, and your, what you actually experience, even though it's a tiny delay. Active thinking is being able to uh, think with words and uh, concepts. It's logic. And with active thinking, people are able to come up with uh, projecting ideas, predicting things, and forecasting, you know, like forecasting the stock market, although they're not doing a great job today, I guess. (laughs) But but, um, so uh, pretty much our culture is is forcing people to either think passively, uh, a lot of People follow political leaders, I guess, in a passive way. It's emotional, and, and they just take it in and, and believe it. 
Then there's the active thinkers, uh, more intellectual. You know, they use their minds to come up with new ideas. In Silicon Valley, they come up with new kinds of chips and software and devices and things. What is missing, says Steiner, and, and also pretty much I think Christ said the same thing, what is missing is the third kind of thinking or the third brain, intuitive Intuitive thinking, and you even spoke about that earlier uh, this hour. Uh, intuitive thinking is a, is, is a kind of intuition. Uh, you think of in, going inward within you. Instead of looking out you know, to the outside world of space and time, you're looking inward within your body, within your mind, and, you're, and when you connect with something inside you, it will teach you something. And it will also open up your, your heart and, and, and increase your ability to, to love. Uh, it's almost like an emotional inner thinking. And uh, this is the kind of thing that uh, the Terre de Chardin would call the noosphere, or Steiner called it higher worlds. If you practice intuitive thinking on a, on a regular basis, uh, every day, even for five minutes, uh, you will find that your intuitive thinking will start to grow and you'll start to become more sensitive to these uh, in- invisible dimensions uh, through which we swim all the time. And when I say inner dimensions, uh, it coincides with physics very much because we live uh, normally in four dimensions. There's one dimension of time, you know, you see it as an arrow, and then there's three dimensions uh, of space. Usually you see it as X, Y, Z, like the corners of a cube. So we live in four dimensions, and we, most of our life is, goes around in those four dimensions. But according to quantum physics, uh, the latest quantum physics, there's a, something called string theory, uh, or there's a variant called M-theory, where there are 11 dimensions. There have to be 11 different dimensions, each one different than the other, uh, in order t- for them to understand the results of all of these uh, nuclear uh, particle tests, like at the CERN, uh, you know, the, the Hadron Collider, uh, the, the, the Bose particle, things like that. To make sense of how they move, they, they, their equations, the calculus has to have 11 dimensions. So what that means is we normally live in four dimensions. There's seven more dimensions that uh, we may be able to perceive. And Steiner believed in evolution uh, because... Uh, he had, he had read uh, Darwin's you know, work. Uh, this was the late 1800s. And, and Steiner said, we are evolving. We are evolving, but we need to evolve into balanced beings. We need to balance our passive thinking, our active thinking, and our intuitive thinking. So without that balance, we're, we're, really, uh, we're really kind of half asleep. In fact, in fact Gurdjieff would say we are asleep. And the only way to wake up is to is to contact your inner teacher or your, your, inner, your, inner, your real self, which is really, really deep. And it normally only comes out uh, in dreams at night. Um, so, but bef- uh, Before you go into that, we need to go to a break. And oh, sure. when we come back, what I'd like to do is pursue more um, what you're starting to talk about, dreams and other ways that we can get in touch with our intuition and eventually with the cosmic consciousness, these other dimensions that you're talking about and that Steiner talked about. 
Um, if you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows in the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, your intuition, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down how are you going to start helping developing your higher consciousness. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Shelley Joy to talk more about techniques to awaken higher consciousness. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to to start developing your higher consciousness. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangels Demetrius and Selenor can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Shelley Joy talking about techniques to awaken higher consciousness and uh, as we were saying um, during the break we, we wanted to talk more about um, what specific things that you can do at home in order to grow your intuition well uh, so intuition uh, I think we talked about it a little bit but if you look it up with Google uh, intuition means to look inside or to contemplate are to be taught by looking within. And that's exactly what it is. Uh, I wanted to give a really short quote by uh, the bass guitarist for the punk band Blondie. Some of you probably have heard Blondie. His name is Gary Lockman. And after he was a musician for years, he started writing books. And he wrote Rudolf Steiner, An Introduction to His Life and Work. But here's what he said about, about one result of practicing Steiner's exercises is a change in one's dreams. Another result is the beginning of the ability to perceive auras. So that was, I thought, a, a, a pretty pithy quote there. Um, what I wanted to do was give uh, a couple of really simple examples of what people can do. You can practice techniques in any culture or religion. Uh, many of them have techniques for, for prayer and meditation. But there's a couple of really simple things you could do in our modern world to, to start to develop your intuition. Because every time you try it actually gets stronger. It's, it's like a water flowing through a channel. It's, maybe at first it's really a narrow little channel, but if the water keeps flowing, it, it gets wider and, and more water flows through. So here's one uh, practical example. Say you're driving, and most of us drive, and the car in front of you, the brake lights flash red. Well, just try to stop thinking. Try to hold your thinking uh, uh, stopped for like three seconds. Three seconds is not very long, but... But in the moment you see that red brake light come on, stop thinking. And uh, you'll be amazed. It'll probably change your attitude after a while. It's, a, it's cumulative. Uh, but that's only the first step to, to stop thinking and then listen. And this is done better uh, when you're by yourself in, the, in quietness. Usually I meditate in the dark in a quiet place. Or I, I take earplugs. You can get earplugs... Uh, uh, very good ones to, to shield out all of the noise of your neighbors and airplanes and trains. And then if you're, if you're practicing stopping thinking and you're able to get your thoughts kind of quiet, and then, then you really focus on listening and feeling. And what do you listen at for and, and try to feel? Well, there are seven major areas in your body that the Indians call chakras, uh, in, in Christianity, there's the sacred heart of Jesus, for instance. And then uh, there were some uh, Russian monks that used to do the Jesus prayer fo- by focusing on their, their abdomen. But there are certain plexes. In, in uh, physiology, they're called plexes, and they correspond to the chakras. And they're full of, full of capillaries feeding uh, a nerve uh, center, lots and lots of nerves, almost like a little brain. And... Uh, there's also an endocrine uh, component of the endocrine system there. So when you focus on that area, you're giving it energy. And how are you giving it energy? Well, by focusing on an area of the body for a while, 
while you're not thinking, you're getting it all your attention, it actually starts to warm up. And heat is what helps the chakras develop. I think there's Bikram yoga where people do yoga, hatha yoga in, in the heat. I'm talking more about raja yoga, which is pure working with your, your three minds, your passive, active, and intuitive thinking. So if you're developing your intuitive thinking, you focus on like your heart. And, and if you really focus on it while not thinking, just try to feel it. Use all of your mental energy to try to feel, uh, visualize the shape of your heart and how warm it is. And then you can drift off and start thinking about uh, relatives that you've loved, or people you've loved, people you've known. Um, there's this theory that the heart is also a recording machine. So when you get really close to somebody, uh, within a, f- a few feet even, but better if you're hugging them, you actually, your heart records the, 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 the vibrations of, of their heart, the electromagnetic infrared spectrum, which is their unique, unique uh, uh, holoflex being, just like our fingerprints are so different. Each of us has a, a flux of radiant energy that is our being and, and our telephone number in a way, if you want to see it that way. Uh, so much energy is coming out of the human that in the military they use sniper scopes to see someone, uh, you know, almost a half a mile away at night. You can see the radiating uh, uh, infrared light coming out of the person's body and especially the heart. So this is a way of, uh, of actually developing the chakras. Um, when my son was uh, in, in elementary school, he had a science fair project and uh, we worked with biofeedback devices. So I, I bought something that you clip on your fingertip and by focusing on your fingertip for a while, you watch the temperature rise. Uh, and that's the same thing if you focus on your heart or the center of your abdomen or, or the center of your head is another chakra, the very center. This focusing on it will start to make it warm and become more nourished and start to waken up, almost like a flower opening. In fact, they call the chakras flowers in, in India because they can open at some point. And at that point, you, you start to be taught by these super sensible perceptions uh, through the chakras, these uh, what, what, what uh, Steiner called higher worlds that you can get in touch with. Um, it's just uh, amazing how uh, a person's first real experience of this, uh, it's hard to get someone to start meditating in, in the beginning. I began with just five minutes a day, uh, and that was hard. I would set a little Radio Shack timer in for five minutes, and I would sit down on a, on a cushion uh, in the dark, uh, either in the early morning or, or late at night, just for five minutes. It was Well, that's easy enough, I would think. And I would say, I'm not going to think for five minutes. Well, it's a lot harder than you think to shut off that, that mind. Uh, uh, in India, they call it the monkey mind because it, it keeps wanting to pop up another thought. You know, if you, if you, you know the, the term a penny for your thoughts? Well, that's kind of an insult saying like, it looks like you're not thinking. You know? So, <laughs> so uh, our whole educational system says people should think, think, think. And that's not true. That makes us so out of balance that we're out of touch with our, with, our, with our love and our heart. According to Steiner, and also in India Patanjali, if you can balance your three modes of thinking, the passive, active, and intuitive, if you can balance it, then love starts to arise. It's like looking at a triangle, and in the very center there's a dot, which they call the bindu. 
the, the bindu, the, the dot, and love itself, I believe, is one of the other seven dimensions. It's a real dimension because it, it has a whole fighting scale. You know, like uh, if you look on a graph, um, time, if you look on a time axis, it goes from the past to the future. But this, the dimension of love goes from hate to love. And, you know, unfortunately, since we're not trained very much about how to develop intuitive thinking, almost nobody does it. In fact, I know a lot of scholars with PhDs who've uh, studied consciousness uh, from a scientific viewpoint and, and religions, and, they, and when I ask them, how many minutes a day do you actually sit down and try to practice? And most of them say, well, no, I used to do it, but uh, I don't do it anymore. They haven't really gone far enough and been serious enough to start to experience the benefits of doing this. So I really urge the audience uh, out there, if, if any of you have never meditated or have in the past and nothing happened, just try to do it. You know, It doesn't have to be denominational. It doesn't have to be a certain Tibetan kind or a Hindu kind or, uh, uh, you know, even... Uh, we have a lot of mystics in the Christian um, Middle Ages who taught meditation. Uh, St. John of the Cross and St. Teresa, Teresa of Avila. But when I was growing up as a Catholic, I went to Catholic school for, for one year. The nuns never taught anything about meditation or contemplation or how to get in touch with the angels. You know, they would say, recite these prayers over and over. Reciting prayers is pretty good. It's not bad. And, and I usually recite a few prayers just before I meditate. After I sat down and closed my eyes and get my brain quiet, I say a few prayers because they're kind of like an airlock. You know, going to outer space from inside a spaceship, you need an airlock. Uh, so the airlock is prayer. Prayer, and uh, they call that mantras in India. By repeating a prayer over and over, the rest of your mind gets quiet. It helps quiet down the active part of your mind and your senses, and you're just focused on this prayer. And if you're really praying, you start to really feel what the prayer is saying. You get in touch with the meaning behind it, uh, you know, like forgive me or, or bless me or something, and you really start to feel like you're talking to the invisible world, uh, hopefully God, but maybe one of his angels that's hanging around. And Steiner said there were innumerable entities, invisible entities of, of energy uh, floating around uh, in the universe, in our very environment. In fact, these energies are going through us all the time um, because you can actually use a radio to tune into so many different stations using the same antenna pretty much. So uh, the, the trick is developing intuitive powers of awareness. It actually is a physiological thing that you so learn to, to be quiet and listen. So and and at this point we have to um, move on from this portion of the show, but that was a good place to end. You've given us so very much information, and 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 wonderful um, insights and techniques. And I encourage everyone to purchase the book "Developing Super Sensible Perception" and to practice the techniques that we've just been given and to learn even more. Thank you so much, Dr. Joy, for being with us and for sharing so generously. And, well, thank um, you. And thank so you so much, much and I would like to tell people, if they, if they Google Shelly Joy, S-H-E-L-L-I space J-O-Y-E, they'll find a lot of my other books and writings uh, online and also some paintings. Uh, or my website is ShellyJoy.net. 
S-H-E-L-L-I-J-O-Y-E dot net. And thank you so much, Dr. Joyce. Thank you and many blessings. And thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, Walking the Labyrinth, the Sacred Experience. Um, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions house clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor an experiential workshop such as overcoming abuse or discovering hope and silver linings. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature. Work through me and directly with my clients clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, and resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangels Demetrius and Selenor, who are the Archangels of Channeling and of Clairvoyance. Ask for their help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you increase your psychic abilities. Use your own words or say something something like Archangels Demetrius and Selenor. I give you permission in a positive way only to help me increase my channeling and clairvoyance abilities. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that they are helping you because they are. And please join us next Thursday right here when Dominic Antiglio will talk about the life-changing power of sophrology, August 29th when Maureen St. Germain will talk about opening the Akashic Records and September 5th when Frankie Picasso will talk about the book she wrote with Peter Jennings about her father's triumph over extreme adversity. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.